Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Dev and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wieschak. I'm here with special guest who needs no in- introduction, Antonio T. Smith, who's been a frequent guest from his presidential run to So Happy and Gruff, Grateful So Long Ago. Yes, I forgot all about the presidential run. I, <laughs> I did do that. I sure did. Did well, too. Did well. You did. You yes. did really well. Yes. But we're here today to talk about your wonderful new book, mm-hmm. The Living Cities of Solaria, Burning Together. Or Burn Together. Sorry about that. <laughs> so this is your first fictional book. I have like 16 17 of your other books here i mean seriously i am over on the house (laughs) but what happened to bring it into a fictional book yeah i i always wanted to do well first off when i in 2014 i wrote my first book i never thought i'd write another book again i'm like 20 books after that now I wanted to write this book way back in 2015, but I was so afraid of dialogue and writing such good dialogue that it took me seven years just to learn how to master dialogue. So that's what took so long, but I always wanted to do fiction because I love telling stories and I love reading stories. And this is a first in a series and it's, Several series put it into one big series. This is correct. Yes. <laughs> and you helped me with that. You helped me with that. Yes. Yes. We had to sit down and actually go through the mapping of how the series comes out in what order. Mm-hmm. But this is the first one. So let's talk about just a little bit. We don't want to give too much away. But what can we expect from your characters in book one? Oh, it, it never gets easier. Never. I wrote a book according to my own reading, my own passion, and my main characters go through a negative character arc. So the main three protagonists continuously go through a negative character arc. So it just never gets worse. They're forced back into a life that they don't want to want to do. They never get their wants. And they never get their knees. <laughs> so it, it's just terrible. Yes. Well, well, it has to be terrible when within the first couple pages you have a death. I do. I do. And the prologue kills like 40 something people. And then the first, the opening chapter of the the of the book is just exactly what you said. A very awful death that I probably shouldn't have. You wrote. go from death to an awful death to Morta. Yeah, I think one of the main themes of the book is death, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Dealing with death. But, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to to this. You have your book launch coming out actually April 4th. Yes. I'm I'm just I'm the publisher, so I'm special. So I had the book 
available for myself. I'm so jelly. <laughs> I'm so jelly. Yes. I'm so yeah. Jealous. You don't even have your book yet. No, no. But you know what? And I'm actually excited about that because I'm a, this is the first book that I've written to where I'm a fan of the book myself. So I'm actually I actually feel like I'm a fan of the work as well. So I'm OK with that. So, OK, let's go into marketing a little bit with your book. Sure. You have your have your book club going on mm-hmm. which you're doing a couple of chapters here and there of the book yes. and doing a few things leading up to the launch and uh-huh. i believe those chapters won't be available afterwards unless you read the book that's right that's absolutely correct i mean why would we do anything else yeah exactly you gotta read the book. you get to actually sit down with you and hear the book read mm-hmm. and it's only one or two sections left of the book club, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, just April first. It, it, it as far as the live readings, it ends April first, which is a couple of days from now. Yes, it is. Yeah, and then you have: Are we doing merchandise for the book? Because this Absolutely. is one of those. This is one of those books that you know you're going to have to have merchandise for. Absolutely, yeah. We've got the we've got the bandanas that's in the book, which. I'm being general and vague. You got to turn the page, everybody. If you want to know what kind of bandanas bandanas I'm talking about, you got to turn the page. We got pretty much everything that becomes a big deal in the book is is merchandise. And where is that merchandise going to be sold at? It is going to be on the website. And I'm sure Treant Press is going to link something on their website too. But it's going to be on AntonioTSmithJr.com. And easy, just click a button, get it, and it, it ships to you automatically. You don't have to do any work. We, we don't like work. We like easy. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> but like I said, you have everything in this book. And just like the Harry Potter series, you have the robes in Harry Potter. You're going to need the bandana yes. for this one. Right. Absolutely. Even the police badge is available. I've been working on that. The Wakefield Police Department badge. Absolutely. That's that's one of the main characters. Chief Aiden Jamar is the Wakefield Police Chief and his badge is available. Or you could be a deputy of the Wakefield Police Department, which throughout this series becomes a very big deal. Very big deal. Well, reading book one, because I don't have advanced copies of the rest of the series yet. <laughs> I know you're well, working on it. I, I have a deadline that I have to get into you. So yes, yes, you will. <laughs> if it wasn't for this social media, you already have it. <laughs> oh, no, I understand 100%. But I know that this is going to be one of those huge collector series, almost as big as Star Wars. Ooh, nice. I like that. You are talking well. I appreciate that. That's high praise. And I love Star Wars. You know, fun fact, I never got to watch Star Wars. And here recently, about three years ago, I got to watch the whole thing because I, I grew up homeless, you know, and Star Wars is amazing. How dare you keep that from my childhood? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I digress. I'm more of a Trekkie <laughs> than a Star Wars. Really? interesting yes. okay well that was good too I, yeah but i haven't seen much of that one either so i need to go i need to go become a trekkie yes, yes go become a trekkie because you either what i'm finding is you either are pulled to one or the other 
But from a franchise perspective, I see this series being as big as Star Wars. There it is. Because you have the books, you have the potential for film, you have the merchandising, and if anyone's actually listening in Universal, you actually have the experience like you could have with Hogwarts. Yes, yes. I was a Special Operations Intelligence Sergeant for the United States Army. Kind of makes me a first-hand party. Yeah, so you can do the whole maybe maybe a laser tag or a paintball or something tied into this. Wow, good idea. Your brain is amazing. Yes. I love paintball. Little little trick. If you want to get me back down to Texas, do a paintball thing. Okay. Got you. Sure will. What about laser tag? <laughs> laser tag because of the epilepsy is ah, not very That makes healthy. sense. That makes sense. Didn't, didn't think about it until just now, but that makes absolute common sense. Paintball is awesome. It's a little painful, but awesome. It's a little painful, but you know, it's worth it. But <laughs> it this is, is the things is. that we can incorporate and build an entire experience around this book. Wow, that's a very good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna execute on that immediately. That's a very can you imagine paintball clubs for this United Cities of Solaria all around the world? Oh man, that would be awesome. Yeah, I just gave you a golden nugget. You sure I know did. You. I, 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 my brain is spinning right now. <laughs> I know you. You're going to figure out how to execute I am. It. I am. But this is also tying into your social media that's getting ready to come out, hopefully, within the next couple months. Yes, hopefully. Uh, Quiet has kept news here first on your wonderful podcast, hopefully in a couple of days. I'm that close. Days would be excellent because I know there's several celebrities that want to be on the platform and they're waiting for it to drop. That's right. That's right. That's right. Imagine if, imagine if the social media release, which is Arlenbrook, would coincide with the book release. Hmm. That would be huge. That would be huge, wouldn't it? Yes. Then you have your book club for Cities of Solaria inside Arlingbrook. There you go. There you go. That is definitely the plan. That is definitely the plan. Hopefully it works out that way. I know you're busy doing all the coding coding the last few days for this. Yeah. And we have so much going on. But book two, it really isn't book two, but book one of another series which is Kofi Sai, I believe. Kofi Sai. So Kofi, you according so all of all of your listeners, I want Melissa sat down with me and helped me organize because I had like 50 something books and she created a phase one, a two year process in which I could release these one big meta narrative. And next is the Kofi side, which is my my version of a Wizarding World. And it's sitting right in the Ashanti region of Africa, which is Ghana. So right in the Ashanti region of Ghana, and it is one heck of a ride. And that book is actually done, really. I need to send it to you. I'll I'll go back over and read it, but it is done. (laughs) That book is done. So I'm excited. Awesome. Yes. 
So now we have a wizarding world that yep. needs merchandise and needs yes. an experience to go hand in hand with that one. Right. Right. Sure does. And I, I, there's plenty of merchandise. I am interested to see what it's how it's going to happen because the wizarding world uh, the kofi sign wizarding world is very different from harry potter as it is of just think of a wizarding world set in 2090 ad even though the book happens you know 20 2025 but the tech in the wizarding world is far into the future so it's gonna be fun creating that merchandise that's gonna be fun so that one definitely needs to be very tech savvy tech heavy so we're doing what gaming with that one oh yeah oh yeah definitely gaming 3d worlds i'm working on a 3d model for it right now because i want to put people into the wizarding world and, and it just so happens to coincide with Hogwarts Legacy coming out that I thought, oh, that was cool. I was thinking the same thing I was thinking, but I've been following that for a couple of years because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So it, it's 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 going to be fun. The, the tech there is, it's got some nanobots, all sorts of stuff, but the enchanted nanobots is something happens very early in the series but you got to turn the page i have i have no information on this book (laughs) what you're giving me so my head is doing okay so we need a video game maybe Mm -hmm. down the road something that's vr oh i did not think about vr but that would have been the next logical step yeah absolutely and augmented reality Mm -hmm. yeah like pokemon go Ah, Kofi side go, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at you. You got my brain turning again. I'm gonna write that down. Let me just pull up my notes real quick. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> oh man, this is good. Thank you so much. I am tight. See, the, this is just an interview, it's a brainstorming session. <laughs> I got it. I Kofi Sai go and other games i didn't just type in the middle of an interview nope sure didn't (laughs) no i want authors to do that if we're going giving away information and we're actually promoting your book if something sticks that promotes your book we want you to write it down and use the information yeah fair enough fair enough and and I'm I'm so glad to be publishing with Trend Press as well. And I mean this genuinely, not just as a, a plug. I was I was thinking, first off, let me let me just say this to anybody that will be listening. There's a lot of there's plenty of reasons to publish with Trend Press Trend Plus Trend Plus. I guess you got a Amazon Plus coming out or something. I'm speaking into existence here, <laughs> so there's a Trend. We'll talk Plus. about that later. <laughs> All right, there we go. There you go. Um, it's it's the creative control, authors, and there's plenty of reasons. You, your contracts are extremely fair to authors. You are extremely brilliant publisher. You go out your way. You do customer service for me at 11 o'clock. I send her messages at 11 o'clock at night thinking she's going to wake up and do it tomorrow. And she'd be like, nope, nope. And she just sends a message real quick. So she's got around the clock customer service. <laughs> she's just awesome. But the creative control 
that you allow your authors to have and and do it's really it is it is it's not just commendable it is world class so i just want to give you those props and hopefully somebody else would hear that and be inspired by it well thank you you sent me like an early draft and i wanted to publish mode instead of reading mode and i shouldn't have done that but i did it anyway well, it happens i'm glad you did because you helped me <laughs> you helped me out a lot <laughs> so i i have this program and most publishers have a program that rates chapters and scenes and stuff inside of the book let them know hey is this something i want to publish i use it in a different way i do it to give feedback to like antonio and said uh this is what i would change <laughs> and why and, and i went back and ch- made those changes too i sure did you did you made every change but at the same time with your book being so heavy, and I say this very lovingly because it's 600 and some pages long. Yeah, so it's a very heavy book for a first-time fantasy author. Most mainstream publishers, which would be your Penguin, your Rock, your other publishing companies, would say, no, we need to get this down to under 300. Absolutely. I've been denied already. I've got emails and I'm saving all of them. So we're, oh, we like the book, but don't like the word count. Don't like the word count. And so that's, we're going to have a good conversation about this one day when we're selling millions of copies of all those publishers that turned me down because of word counts. And I get it, but some of them didn't even read. Some of them just looked at the word count and denied upon the... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba the executive summary, you know, the book summary of, mm-hmm. of the thing. So yeah, see, all again, Tree yeah. Press rocks. It, it's not just the word count. I mean, I have my favorite best-selling authors and they're not allowed to print over 380 pages. That's right. And I'm like, why? If the story's not done, why are you rushing your work to fit into this? Yeah. It makes a horrible story. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I I believe you're creating something different and I'm glad about it. As a reader, I want to read the entire story. I don't want to read the watered down version. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why it got two books in one, basically, because I made a lot as a, as a suspense thriller author. I under, in all my books, they, they switch genres, but they're all suspense thriller, period, point blank. And I make promises. And what I cannot stand is when you make me a promise and you don't fulfill that promise, or you make me a promise, but you don't fulfill it to book five. Don't do that to me. If you tell me something in the beginning, close it out in the end. And that is what kind of extended that word count. I took my readers personally. And I, since I wrote a book I want to read, I wanted to make sure that if I made you a promise, I promised you I would fulfill that. And that's what I did. 
So every storyline is wrapped up. And that's exactly what a book should be. Right. I shouldn't have to wait 10 books later to get the answer to over here because I'm going to forget. And that's lazy writing. Do the work, like stretch yourself and, and, and close that narrative now. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's lazy writing, you know, because I mean, you really think about it, like even my, my prologues aren't prologues. The prologues traditionally are sneaky chapters. Mine is a really sneaky chapter because not only is it, it really shouldn't even be called a prologue. It's just two years. It's set two years before the timeline. And that's why I call it a prologue. But it is absolutely, it sets the plot for the next four books. And not just that, for the 50 books that come after it. So that one prologue is essential to all 50 books that, that occur. And I just take that stuff seriously because I, I want to write a book that I want to read. And I like authors that take their time and care about the fact that when I read your book, I forget I'm reading your book. I think it's real life and I fall in love with the characters and then I can't put this book down. That's what I like to read. So that's what I wrote to the fans. Exactly. I, this is one of those books that you're going to be in bed, curled up on a couch for about two days to get through. That's an honor. <laughs> if that's an honor, you, you know, I would always joke, takes us two years to write it, two days for you to read it. If you curl up and spend those two days, that is what we do this for. Exactly what we do this for. Well, I, I know my, when I read personally, I know I can get through a 380 page book in about 12 hours. Oh yeah. You're reading for sure. Yeah. I so do I know that way. Yeah. So yeah. I know this is going to take two full days, not yeah. just reading a chapter here and there as I'm doing now, but right. two full days of just reading. Yeah. That's awesome. That's two full days of you being in a fantasy world that you have been invited to that takes you on a thousand different journeys and most importantly to me fulfills every promise that was made throughout the writing exactly it's two days of forgetting that you have household chores you have yeah. to go to work you have to take care of pets it's two days of just letting your mind relax and be on vacation and that's what books should do that's exactly what books should do because you you I'm, I'm i hope i i hope i get access to this recording that was everything you just said was everything that was amazing <laughs> that was amazing of course you get access to it you're antonio outstanding <laughs> <laughs> So awesome. I know when I go into Kofi Sai or book two of City of Sicilaria or yeah. the other books you have coming out over the next two years mm -hmm. that we're not mentioning today, mm -hmm. that I'm going to have at least two days of vacation time. Absolutely. I'm not going to plan vacation time. I'm just going to say I'm going to pick up this book and I'm going to read and it's going to be two days of vacation. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, that's, you know, I had Kofi Sai originally said at about 17 chapters. There's no prologue, but I was, when I, this week, it was either yesterday or day before. So I was reading a book. I read books all the time, just for my own pleasure. And I was reading one book completely unrelated to Wizarding World, but it had magic in it. And I was like, man, 
there's my woman. And, and, and the, the deal is, it was a, I was reading a book about this arrogant guy that absolutely was quick-witted, quick-tongued. I mean, Melissa just disagreed with everything, and it was so freaking entertaining. And with Kofi Sam changing a lot of rules, and one of the one of Kofi's best friends is a girl, well, it's a girl and a boy, but the girl is a warrior. She is a badass. I don't know another way to say it. I'm sorry, right? Like she is, she is awesome. And I needed her to have this great personality. And I've been struggling with that. And when I read about this guy, just passively, I was like, nope, my girl needs to be strong. She needs to lead men and women because my goal is to inspire. But I'm trying to capture the magic of Harry Potter, not in the story, because it's nothing about the story is the same. But the fact that J.K. Rowling raised two generations, you know, our generation and the one under us, millennials and Gen Z, and those lifelong lessons she taught. And the I, I want to teach young women, because I have a five-year-old little girl, don't stand around and wait for a man to pick you. You know, don't, don't, don't worry about if you look good and smell good. You are looking good. Your job is to be fierce and fearless while being feminine. You can mix these things together or you don't have to do anything you want to do. You can do whatever you want, but you should have all the personality in the world without being told to keep it down, be quiet. So I'm going to be pushing some serious feminine agendas with Kofi Sai. I'm probably going to get in trouble, but women rock in Kofi Sai, I'm telling you. <laughs> On that same energy mm -hmm. to bring in the female vibe. Yeah. I have yeah, a I'm, book I'm, I'm a series for you to read Please. because it's a female protagonist through the entire series. Good. And she starts off being, no, you can't do this. From her elders to I'm the badass. That's right. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. It's definitely not children friendly at all. <laughs> but at the same time, you can take elements from the female perspective. Yeah. And bring it into that. Oh, yeah. Definitely simulate. I would I would love to because I, I draw inspiration from everywhere. Just watching the characters and other books inspires me to do other things. Like for instance, Kofi size. So you've got the three friends, and I, I create this contrast, this tension throughout all of them too because without tension you can't have dialogue so i create this tension the boy is rather meek and mild and nerdy while while the the girl is this off this you know xena warrior princess <laughs> from the 90s <laughs> something like that so it's gonna be fine I, I would love to read that for sure but i definitely would cope all my books teach incredible lessons actually it was my dad my dad's in prison he was like man your books are teaching some lessons so what i've done is and, and thank you melissa for allowing me to do this because i had already sent melissa the copy this is see this is another reason published with trend, trend press i sent melissa the copy of the, of the script and she was already done and in about five days later i said wait a minute let me just add one more thing 
which I never would do out of professional courtesy, but my dad convinced me to add the this. You know what? We're not going to tell you what it is. You got to buy the book to see, but there's a page or pages that describe the things I like to write about, why I do, and the themes and motifs I like to play with. I'm like Christopher Nolan, and I hide these Easter eggs all throughout the book that you don't really know they're there until the end of the book. And so I do that, and and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. So there's a lot of hard life lessons taught throughout the cities of Solaria, the book in each in each each book that is because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to raise my kids and a generation to to be a lot of things fierce when they need to be empathetic when they need to be etc exactly it's all blending together and it makes a fantastic read Thank I you. mean I haven't been I have yet been able to sit down through the entire book but that's nice. just because uh, yeah I I don't have t- 24 hours to sit down oh through yeah the you know book. you know yeah, bills. You gotta but, use the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. But I am getting through it little by little, in addition to what was already there. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm ready for the next book. Yes. That's a so, big deal coming from you. You are a master of books. You're a master reader, and and you're a publisher. So you're reading now, as you said in the beginning, with your with your reader brain. And that's your publisher brain. So you get to enjoy it. Yeah. See, when I'm doing, people don't realize this. When people send me your manuscript, I'm reading from a publisher brain. Regardless if I'm doing a book review or not anything, I'm reading from a publisher brain. If you're sending me a hard book, doesn't matter paperback, hardcover, and as a physical book, now I'm in my reader brain. It's just a different mentality. That makes sense. That makes sense. No, and I I, I completely get it because I'm I'm a I've, I produce music, and of course I'm a great writer. So, but just music, I don't hear music the same anymore because I produce it. So it kind of ruins the experience of music for me because I know how music works. I can, I don't see music. I see the movements you did and the, you know, the A, B, C, D, A, 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 B and all that stuff like that. So I get exactly what you're talking about. But when you get that hard book, it changes all that. Now it's like, oh yeah, get some coffee and read this. So that makes sense. That makes Exactly. Sense. Get a nice little muffin or something to snack yeah. on curl up on the couch with my coffee and tell people to leave me alone for a few hours. <laughs> that's awesome. Doesn't work, but you know, that's what I intend to do. Yeah. So we have Kofi Sai, I believe is, I should have a date in front of me. I don't, that's shame on me. Oh, well, you I know it's I coming know. out later this year. <laughs> yeah. I only know my due dates. That's all I care about. Yeah, you, you know your due dates. So yeah, you know, that's, that's all I get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a little while. It's not going to be a quick Yeah, I think thing. you got somewhere out time in July, maybe. I know it's, I know it's, when I saw the date, I was like, oh, that's July July 4th. That's what it was. I knew it was something yep. like that. Yep. So, yeah, there's a due date coming up because that coincides. We actually have a July 4th release date see that and the crazy thing is that's going to make so much sense reading that book because so two things here when you're reading any of my books in the series they're all going to say 
this many days after events of chapter two of the cities of Solarium. So it, it'll tell you, you would never have to guess where you are in the timeline because it begins with this many days, this many years. And Kofi Sa starts two years after the events of chapter two. What are the events of chapter two? I guess you got to go to treeandpress.com, buy the book and find out. But there are some events Or there. Walmart, Amazon, Walmart. or any bookseller. Any bookseller and find out what are the events. And Kofi Sa happens two years after the events of chapter two on July 20th. So you have a 4th of July release that, right? And the actual book happens July 20th, chapter one. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you get to see the events before the date. Yeah. Yep. There's not awesome. very many books that coincide that you're getting the book before the date happens. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm just strategic like that. That's that's I have no I don't I wouldn't know another way to write. I wouldn't know another way to write. It has to make sense to me. I have to I love authors that make sense and withhold information from me in a way that I couldn't see coming because it's hard. It's hard to do that. And if you pull it off, I'm immediately a fan but we're almost out of time so where can our listeners and our viewers find you and everything that you're doing antonio teesmanjr.com is give you my tours whether it be book tours or law of attraction tours and plus um, all the books are there or going there is yeah they're, they're there and you can find me on social media actually the best thing to do is antonio teesmanjr.com or text 409-500-1546. So AntonioTSmithJr.com or 409-500-1546. And that'll get you either directly to my hip or directly to the cyberspace. Awesome. And thank you so much for being on the show again no, thank today. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome as always. And for our reviewers and our listeners, happy reading. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.